gets lost in Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or imagine being cynical. Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? How do you like your muggins in the morning? I like mine with a cream. I hate every part of this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty impressive now in 85 episodes. Yeah, but first of all, 80 of them have been dog shit. <laughs> Not the episodes, I just your you start. I think you've done 50 good ones. 80? Yeah, you said 90. 95, that means you've done 15 ones. They said 50, I thought you were 15. terrible at maths there. No, uh, we are back, it's several hours after the last one, but for you, it's fucking like four days. Days and days. We have uh, uh, Uncle Snunky himself, Ryan Callan is back. Hi. Eugene. And Mr. Marcus Mark of House Nelson. Hello. <laughs> He's back. There's so nothing we didn't cover last time Nelson was on, like, we did everything for Madeline McCann Down Syndrome. Aye, yeah. But I mean, those are, I mean, the Venn diagram, that's very sad. <laughs> That's just in that family. <laughs> <laughs> we just went down my porn search. <laughs> oh, mate. I would fucking hate to see your hard drive, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no search history. Your hard drive would make me go soft. Drive. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had a drink. We've had a drink. Uh, we've done we, some jokes. We've done some jokes. We did uh, Work in Progress Day. Grant Collin for the first time ever as a one-line comedian. Comedian? Comedian. Aye, it's, the, it's a female term for a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you did some uh, stories. Uh, basically, the stories you told on the podcast. Aye, but it, it's like doing my first gig over again. Was it? I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, really? Aye. It's kind of refreshing. Yeah, just to throw yourself in the deep end. Aye. Because you, you did this thing at the beginning as well, because we've done notes off my phone. <laughs> and uh, you did the thing where you were like, oh, we're in, you're a one-line comedian, 95% of them don't work, and 5% of them do, these other 95% that don't work. And you threw away some of your jokes that never made the cut. No fucking banging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There was a higher hit ratio of your throwaway jokes than Kai's idioms at the start of this fucking podcast. Hi. Yeah, yeah. Like he's actually, he's not hand, he's telling you to hold the right, mic while he pours okay. wine. Um, we only have two mics between the four of us. Hey, look at us um, with two mics. Who are we? Gareth Waugh. Honestly. Well, I'm just assuming, I'm assuming everyone listens to this podcast. Gareth Waugh does a show where he's got two mics, one of them he lies into, and one of them tells the truth into. And. Did he ever um, get to the bottom of, does, does he, because like, when you tell true stories on stage, they're not always necessarily true. You try and get them to as close to home as possible. Yeah. Are the ones that he told the true, Mike, were 100% true? Yeah. Or was he, was he a bit untrue th- to that I th- also? I, th- I think they were embellished, but in the same sense that whenever we do, because some of his lie ones were just genuine lies, that they didn't happen. Yeah. My, yeah. my favourite part about going to Gareth's show was, he does an, you know he does an excellent Nelson impression he right? does a spot on so Nelson when he does it in the crowd nobody this time knew it was a part of me <laughs> and I, it was just me screaming laughing in the middle <laughs> and that's the side of a true artist the fact he's like nobody's going to get this joke I'm doing it for me I genuinely like I kind of remember that weekend that he's talking about because like the story had the most people won't have heard because um, nobody went to get a show uh, <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it's him. It was like the first weekend he'd done a festival, music festival with comics, and he burnt his arm, and then he took drugs. Yeah. And then, but I didn't. I didn't take anything that weekend. And you know, you know Darren Connell. You know Darren Connell. Yeah. You know Darren Connell, Ryan. It's like a Scott Squad. It's a Scott Squad. Yeah, yeah. And I came back to my tent that night, and he was like, he'd done fucking ketamine, and he was like crawling along the ground like a fucking caterpillar. 
Darren was. Darren was, and I was like, what kind of fucking... Like a caterpillar, like Bummer. Ah, yeah, yeah, totally, totally, it was like... <laughs> and it was like... It's what? like somebody locked him in a sleeping bag, but nobody told him that there wasn't a sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, what world have I walked back into here and fucking Gareth whining about his fucking arm the whole night? Oh, yeah, because was that not the one where... Did he do material about that? Yeah, so he did. About, like, he yeah. thought his arm was on fire because he took something. Yeah. And yeah. then it realised he just had it out the window when he was driving. Yeah, it. yeah, so yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Until the fucking next day. There was that great story of, like, you both did a gig during the Edinburgh Festival and you were headlining, Gareth was opening, and you oh. were running late. So Gareth goes on stage does that story and does the impression of Nelson and then says to the audience you're not going to laugh at this but when the headliner come on you're all going to lose your fucking mind because this is a spot on impression finishes the gig you turn up walk on stage the second you say something the audience start laughing their fucking asses uh, off I've seen a video of that. I genuinely thought my, I genuinely thought my cock was hanging out <laughs> it's the only thing I could explain it with but. see when an audience starts laughing I don't assume they've seen my dick it's <laughs> 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 a real <laughs> the, the only time I've ever Got a stand innovation. Oh fuck the cocks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, we we had a gig in uh, Punch Drunk where uh, Brendan Burns was on second, and he got like a groan. You know, a response that Brendan Burns can get where like he gets a response of the audience, but it's not necessarily laughed at. Like, like. Yeah. and then uh, Mike Wilmot ran through to see what was going on, and because he thought that. Brennan was losing the gig so he was coming to watch the car crash but he realised Brennan had hold of the gig and then just left and went back to the bar in the other room again and Brendan clocked that that had happened and he was like you see he come in because he thought I was going to bomb and now that I'm not bombing he's not interested so what you've got to do when he comes on stage to close the gig as soon as his hand touched the mic everybody at once stand up and say fuck off to the back to Canada you cunt <laughs> right? and sure enough like I'd even forget about it at this point right like there's an interval I went on MC and Mike Wilmot comes on and he didn't touch the mic at first, he was just like raising his hands to get them to cheer, and the cheer, as soon as his hand touched the mic, the fucking stood up and shouted that at him, and he reacted like he'd been physically punched in the face because <laughs> he hadn't seen the setup. Right. So, if him is the most confusing, the only one I've had similar to that was when we were in Cardigan in Wales, right? And I don't because when we tour together, obviously, I don't watch his set every day because I've got things on. And oh, I'm busy it's the velvet. Aye. So, you guys might know this. I cannot touch velvet. Yeah, yeah, we know. It yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. freaks me the fuck okay. out. I don't know this. Are you done? No. I, know, I, so oh, I don't a, want to share the mic with you anymore. What the thing is, it's not, it's not, a, it's not like a fear. Like, like the amount of people that are like, are you scared of velvet? I'm like, I'm not scared of velvet, but whenever I touch it, it's, it's just a visceral. Is it some kind of Pavlov dog thing? Like, that's what like, I'm trying to work out. Was I molested via velvet man? <laughs> Do you like Prince? Uh, that, no. no, I'm not going anywhere. That's so okay. <laughs> 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 Thanks for going to start talking about the royal wedding. The segue. Um, um, so it's, it's like, it's a fear, like a fear of heights. I get because you don't want to fall not, and die. A fear of sharks. It should. Everybody should have a fear of sharks, right? right? But it's not. It's uh, it's not a fear. It's not like if you're wearing velvet, I'll fucking run away with you. It's just like I'm not going to touch it. Just because whenever I touch it, it just it's. I don't know what it is. It's like nails down a chalkboard for me. That's exactly what it just feels like. You know when you hear it and your hairs on your arms stand up. Mm. For some reason, that's what happened. But can you not override that as a grown-up human? Well, no, I do. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, like if, if I'm with people in velvet, I'm, I'm not fucking running away. Like, yesterday when I was buying my fucking suit, there was a velvet <laughs> coat hanger. I was like, well, I'm going to ask for a separate coat hanger. But I'm also not going to be like, oh, there's a velvet coat hanger in there. I can't touch it. Uh, Make it party identity. Yeah, no, it's like I'm, I'm a like, velvet guy. I'm very aware that it's a fucking weird rational. The fact that it moves, like, you know, you're like you touch it and you can move it one way. I don't know what yeah, it. I, I, I just it just sends shivers down. What about felt? Throat. You play with felt. Uh, it's the same with cotton wool balls. What you see, if you squeeze a cotton wool, a cotton wool ball, fucking down me fucking spine. I can't. 
It's the weirdest fucking thing. Frosted glass is another one that for some reason... I don't know what it is. I don't know why it triggers a bit. It just does. We're doing this... And you've known this about me because it's a dumb fact and it's a stupid fucking irrational thing. But it's... Right. Frosted glass? <laughs> I, I can't... Somebody once handed me a frosted glass and I dropped it immediately because the second I felt it, my visceral reaction was go, ah, smashed it on the floor. Right. Jesus. I don't know what it is. Maybe I was molested by an upper middle class man or woman. Which frost, he just came out... Yeah, in the bathroom, yeah. Yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah, and his sidekick was a moth. Yeah. Any fears, Colin? No. Sunlight? <laughs> <laughs> so I go, he goes on stage in Cardigan, right? He gets, uh, gets on stage, realises that the cover of the fucking table is velvet and just says to the audience, just so you know, just watch, explain the story, watch Sloss freak out the second he gets near this table. Sure enough, I'm on stage, fucking 45 minutes later, I walk over to the table, put my hand on it, right? And I just impulse fucking back and had to deal with two minutes of an audience laughing being like well, I'd, least- call, I'd called it I'd called it that he was going to react yeah at least yeah it was one of the few times I'm like okay at least you're all aware of my you rash know, you know how you went just internalised it and went oh that's velvet I'm not going to touch it right I wonder if any of them would have got home and went the fuck was Kai on about at the beginning yeah. <laughs> really, I, really, I really took a punt on the fact you were going to recoil at the velvet yeah, yeah what, what a weird lie to spread <laughs> because it's such a weird fuck. How, uh, how did you get to Cardigan uh, we drove we drove we drove um, we, we had a really soon. what you said that like no 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 I was just like at any point did you pull over Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, well, we did. Well, some old ladies, we did. <laughs> so, Cardigan. I wish you had that joke in the barrel at the time. Cardigan is so in such a secluded fucking part of Wales. So, we're driving, it's late at night, and there's we drive past a car shop to the side of the road, and there's just two old ladies beside the car, and Kai's like, it just looks like the car's broken down. So, he gets out, right, and he's like, I'm going to help them. And I'm like, I'm not fucking survival of the fittest. Who gives a shit? Kai being nice goes around, tries to communicate, and then. In Geordie English, they only fucking speak Welsh, and he's just like, like actual not Welsh accent. Like they only oh, spoke Welsh, oh, yeah, yeah. so they were giving it their fucking <laughs> cling on. It's perfect. <laughs> no, I just man, it was so easy to hide the bodies. Uh, yeah, you'll never find. Them. You have a joke about the Welsh accent? It's fucking great. Oh, Thanks, mate. Thanks, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm not you, gonna take a bit of the podcast. I put you in this podcast. Is. Oh, yeah. Watch this set. <laughs> just plug for oh, didn't you didn't you uh, you were at the back of the laughter lounge the other month when I, when I oh, was in I, Dublin and uh, I was getting into a bit that you really liked right so I'd set I, the bit up and he, he went to his mate fuck I love this bit this is one of my favourites of his and I ducked out of it and done something else I, <laughs> like, I, I, as if I was just like fuck you Colin from the stage I, yeah and it was it, it was uh, another comedian I was like Jim it's, it's not going to happen sorry uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited there sorry. do you do you like the Welsh. <laughs> Wait, as a people or an audience? And as an audience, are great. Yeah. Just as a general kind of. I've got this. I've got this problem with just. It's the same with the people Welsh. that speak going out in Scotland. But occasionally, like when I'm driving up to Thurso, where my grandparents are, the radio station's cut out, and you tune into one, and they're speaking Scottish Gaelic, and it's like that's done. We're done with that. Uh, Stop it. It's no even longer like I don't think it's cultural heritage anymore. It's just. Stubbornness. Stop Stop. Stubbornness. You can still speak it. Absolutely fucking still speak it. But, and I hate to, I hate to say this about white Scottish people, fucking learn English. My, kid, my kids are going to Gaelic school. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> no, will they learn Gaelic? Yeah, yeah. Why, Why are you doing that? Um, because it's like, it's a fucking great, my, like, my, my wife Amy, she's, uh, she's born in, uh, in Isle Lewis. 
yeah. in Stornoway. So she's like fluent. Is she? Gaelic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. Th- whenever she's pissing you off, does she ever just, like, if she's trying to insult you, she's just like, hold on, I'm going to insult her in a language she doesn't understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then there's words that she, they don't have yet. Yeah. She's, she's like, cunt. Yeah. Right, I didn't catch any of those words, but I did hear the word chode said seven times. <laughs> like, I love it when I hear in London when you hear like Chinese people speaking in Mandarin and then they'll just say Starbucks in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, fucking yeah. gets us every time. Like. My friend, uh, my friend uh, Alex, in in high school, in first and second year, his nickname was Turkey because we were 11 and he was from Turkey and we didn't really understand what racism was. Oh, okay. and we, we had so many teachers being like... You didn't understand how fucking nicknames worked either. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one from Turkey. Of course he's called Turkey. Shut up, Fife. But we started calling him Turkey because in our close group of friends because we were just like, we'll just call him Turkey. He's from Turkey. We've never met someone called Turkey. And then, uh, and this is how... Uh, it worked we started calling Turkey and then everyone who didn't like Alex started using Turkey as an insult for us it was just a nickname Wait, and then other people misused it and then that's started spitting after saying it yeah 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 and they, or they, they, they call him Turkey and then they'd go gobble gobble and just really fucking shit racism but because we'd started the nickname we were the ones that were Patient then zero. reprimanded we were like you caught so I'm like yeah but for us it was just a fucking nickname listening to him on the phone with his uh, mother or his grandmother was the funniest thing because it was literally spoke fluent Turkish just like mere haba ada ada Hamburger, da, 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 da. bouncy castle. Like, what was that conversation? That happened with Troy, who done all the camera work for uh, for, for Muff. Muff. Uh, he he spoke Turkish on the phone of his family, and like every time he come off the phone, I've cracked this joke a million times. Going, I don't know how you knew Jordy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got something to ruin for you, Kai. So on on this side of this, uh, <laughs> your wedding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So it was six years ago when we were in Iceland, we had an amazing uh, Icelandic comedian called Ali Elcharn open uh, for me before Kai went on. Yeah. And he, but he did the whole set in Icelandic. So me and Kai went out to watch it because it's just funny to watch comedy. And, you can but still he was getting to the Mark and Tyre responses. Yeah. Oh, but we couldn't hear what he was saying. We couldn't understand it. We were just like in, looking at the audience going, you're killing that man. He's, like, a, cele- he's a celebrity over there as well. He so does he's it. That's the Prime Minister. Ex-Prime Minister. Ex-Prime Minister. Yeah, Ex-Prime Minister. Proper political. Such a smart comic. Uh, he's doing this gig and he's ripping we're just listening to the rhythm of jokes and we're laughing because the audience is laughing because it's infectious there's one thing he said in English and I got a round of applause and like two minutes of laughter right just da 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 yo motherfucker I'm a flower right and me and Kai died laughing because we're like could we try to backward manufacture it? There's nothing, there's no oh, way. I got there. it. I, I thought I had the answer. Which, which so my answer was, because we wouldn't let him tell us what it was because we were like, we want to figure this out so next time we see he can let us know, right? So I, f- I think I figured it out for when I see him. And I saw him at the fringe, but I forgot to bring it up. Um, is he must have said to them in Icelandic, those two English motherfuckers are backstage. They don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. I'm just going to say something in English and you guys are going to fucking take the roof off this place. So in. And then he went in English, yo motherfucker, I'm a flower. And they just went, blah, Chris Rock response, blah. Right. Don't know. This is, allow me to tell you something that's not real. Uh, Ari was over in Melbourne doing his first run out there. And, he was like, and I went to see his solo show and he did all of his material in English and I saw the setup to that joke. Oh, it's been good. ruined. That's it's great, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I'll, but I'll not t- the response you got in Iceland. No, uh, no, no, because it was like because it's a joke about the Icelandic national anthem, right? So it's like to the Icelandic, it's very funny because they know that because uh, their song is about a flower. Right. What kind of fucking country would do that, right? 
the flower of Scotland. That was the joke, <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the joke. <laughs> I take flower of Scotland for a thousand. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've seen this. Uh, still, look, Ari's a fucking brilliant comedian, but there was part of me when I saw, because I didn't know it was the joke, the second he did the punch, I was just like, no. oh, because there's nothing. Yeah, the magic's gone. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, um, you know the Dark Tower series? You don't worry about spoilers for the Dark Tower series, are you? No. Uh, it, it, it ends when he gets to the Dark Tower, and it's his leg. What's No, no, um, but it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's about the journey. Yeah. Like it's about the journey. It's not about what's in the dark tower. And then the epilogue's about what's in the dark tower. And you go through it. And he's like, "Why the fuck are you still here? It's not about what's in the dark tower. It's about the fucking getting here." See, before, like, did I? I don't know if I told you this, Ryan. Um, That's two, but two, two times ago, that I did the laughter lounge in Dublin. Um, now, normally you do like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, and Peter, who runs a club, had asked me to come over on the Wednesday. Right, so I flew over on the Wednesday and I did the club on the Wednesday because there was a Swedish comic and he was like the Swedish McIntyre. Morten Anderson. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So how it so it was like um would you open for him? I was like, yeah, fucking extra extra cash and all night in Dublin. So I went in and there's like it's rammed. It's fucking like how many does the laughter lounge set? Like? Oh, three hundred and fifty maybe? Yeah, you could definitely ram four hundred. Yeah. Like, so it, it, and it's it must be like the entire Swedish community of Dublin, like gorgeous, yeah. stunning, gorgeous people, because like that, like they're all about like Dublin, fucking gargoyle fucking, uh, and um, <laughs> and uh, I just called that a whole city. Yeah, stunning people, and then, <laughs> he came on and did about five minutes, and then introduced me on, and just their faces dropped, and this the genuine confusion of all these like fucking. Supermodels just looking, oh, going. Why is this? Why is this man talking about how he can't commit suicide anymore? Why <laughs> <laughs> is there a medical experiment on yeah. stage? <laughs> and then after it, was not he Morton? Well, it might yeah. not be. He's just getting. There's a bunch of Swedish comics. So he might was. Be he was. He was filming his European tour, and the camera came up after afterwards, and his uh, agent came up and was like, "Would you mind doing a bit?" And uh, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Was he was Swedish? Wasn't Danish? No, he's definitely Swedish. Definitely Swedish, and. Um, they were like, there's, there's a tradition where they give you a gift. Like, if they meet you, then they give you a gift. So he gave me this small wooden horse. So I didn't... Don't was shove it up your ass. There's a little man inside of it. Don't look it in the mouth. But it was so weird. It was a good night. It was a good day. But he was getting fucking mad. Like, unbelievable reception. Just yeah. like... Have you still got the wooden horse? No, I've still got the wooden horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why, what, why does, the, what does that phrase mean? It's from the Trojan horse, No, no, it? I know like the Trojan horse one, but why, what does don't like a gift horse in the mouth mean? Why is no, that no, bad? The soul just came out and started milking That's the, tr- again, still the Trojan one. Yeah, yeah, it's a gift. Oh, is that where it's from? Yeah. Oh. It was like, oh, look at this, we've got a gift, bring it in, and then look in the Aye. mouth. And well, surely you should look in its mouth, because that's where the bad things are. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Like, no, but they opened up the mouth, and then all the cunts came out and fucking. Well, so, well, so the theory is, if they just hadn't opened the mouth, all the Greeks would have been like, "Well, I guess we're staying in, boys." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we did not think this through. They are coming out like, look, it's either like, look, I give over the mouth, otherwise it's coming out the arsehole. Like one way, <laughs> they weren't going to be like, no, guys, look, the element of surprise is they've got to. I don't believe that story. What? They do. But it's a big if. It's a big. <laughs> what, so you don't believe the story of Troy? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why? What part? How big is the horse have to Siri, be? How do they don't get look into the gift it? Toss the in the mouth. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so can you don't not- give me toss. There's no need for that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just got scolded. <laughs> so the whole thing about the Trojan Horse, it's like, it was like a gift and they were in the stomach of it. only Because only some of them needed to be in there to open the gates of Troy. So they brought it in. That, that's where I went wrong. I thought the entire army was in this magic horse. And I was just, <laughs> no. Also, it wasn't a magic horse. Yeah. It was a wooden well, horse. It's, it's, no, they didn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's mythology, isn't it? Like anything Greek isn't like... It, well, it, it, it's like hearsay. Like no, no, that's, no, this this is, isn't, that's this like is, pre-Roman. This isn't mythology. This is actual... There's, it's one of the ones where it, it came up in enough sources. Like, obviously, it was in the Iliad by Homer, but there was also enough... Do. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Nelson. Um, yeah, I think it's one of the ones. It's it's up for contention. Like yeah. it's probably a myth, but there's the Troy did get destroyed, and there was all these wars. Like it's it's probably it's probably what we're saying about truth and comedy. Like it's probably came from a true thing, but it's probably highly embellished at this point. What war is it again? Do you, do you want to know? Um, do you want to know a little um, nugget that I know that I I don't know much about, but I can tell you the source of where I got it from. It's from Radio Labs, which do uh, information on just general topics like the the element of doubt yeah. and talk about the element of doubt for like half an hour or, or yeah. an hour or whatever. And they were talking about the colour blue, and uh, and they were saying that back in the Greek days there was no mention of the colour blue when Homer talked about the sea he talked about the red wine coloured sea and shit like that so the eyes hadn't evolved to see the colour blue really in the days when that we're talking about with the Trojan horse in the Greek mythology days the, the colour blue wasn't a thing yet do you know the Achilles got shot in the heel and then he died do you know where that comes from what they obviously they can't prove but the theory is basically if in uh, any form of uh, war and stuff. If you get shot with an arrow, arrows don't fucking kill you instantly, right? Yeah. They hit you, and the way you go on is you don't pull it out because that's when you're bleeding to get The thing about arrows yeah. is they'll just immediately close the wound. Leave it in, snap it off. Leave it in, snap it off. Snap one off. So, <laughs> just keep yourself busy. Snap one off. So you snap it off so you've still got the move uh, movement to hold up your shield and uh, swing your fucking sword. They reckon the reason the myth of Achilles started is because he was obviously snapping off, whoever this person was, was snapping off all the things. But when he eventually succumbed to the wound, the only place that he didn't was from an arrow to the heel, right? So he snapped off every other fucking thing, but the one he's not snapped is one of the heels. So they see this guy with all of these fucking arrows in him. Those are the wounds he succumbed to, but the only one that's not broken is one of the heel. And they're like, it was his Achilles heel. That's the Achilles heel. Did you start, did you? No, no, that's no, no. Historians did. Like, oh, mate, this isn't my theory. I was like, are you giving me the Achilles heel is connected to Achilles? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, obviously that's where it fucking comes from. I wasn't like, what a kawinky ding. <laughs> Up until then, I reckon when they named Achilles, they were like, is this a gamble? <laughs> like, Jesus, this is real. Like, nobody's yeah. gonna, nobody's is gonna this call, tempting fate. All right, nobody's gonna, nobody with a second name McCann's gonna call the kid Madeline for a couple of years. So uh, in, in the historical fucking folklore shit like that, the reason you shake hands with your right hand to is show you're not armed. to show you're not armed. Most people are right-handed, yeah, 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 yeah. so you shake hands. But that's also why it, the the British are correct to drive on the left-hand side of the road because that would be when you're on your horse, you want your right hand to be ready for oncoming traffic <laughs> to fight against the other Mondeos. And um, that's Joston. It's jousting, yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. But uh, they they changed it in like in modern countries like America and Australia, where like you wouldn't have a sword in your hand just because you want your fucking gear stick in your right hand. Right. Just it's, much easier. It's the same reason, like uh, you can tell authentic. Uh, was the spiral staircases? You can tell if they're authentic by what way they spiral. If they spiral, uh, well, let me what they say. If they spiral anti 
uh, clockwise, they're authentic, anti-clockwise, not authentic. Because if you're defending a tower on a spiral staircase, you want that pole in the middle so you can reach down with your right hand over and through and get that person. And that person who's attacking up yeah. with their right hand is going to be hitting that fucking wall. But in which, Australia, it goes the other way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Left-handed, just no. Well, no, no, no. They killed them all back then. All right, sorry. Like, I and I honestly think we should bring it back. Left-handed. Left-handed. It's just come on. Fuck it, I'm left-handed. Yeah, but you could learn with your right. You could. Oh, it's built off of fucking boxing. No, it's built off of sparring because nobody's like every, even me when I get like even though I'm a southpaw when I get up against a southpaw I'm confused because I train every fucking day with an orthodox fighter so I'm used to an orthodox fighter I'm used to the kicks coming from where they come from and then I train with a southpaw and I'm like I never do this I never train with this but then everybody I fight against is not used to that right. they're always used to the other side right so should we get off our history lesson where does it say I'm southpaw come from southpaw I'm not sure mm. not sure um, I, I know that. Well, <laughs> calm down, Colin. I've never seen you this angry. <laughs> Tell one story on stage. So, should we do uh, Muggle Corner? Muggle Corner. Because we didn't do Muggle Corner the last <laughs> one because Eugene, no, Eugene took us on that stage right. for a long time. Right. <laughs> I'm going to send him this podcast. You won't even know what a podcast is. But. Uh, this is one that I think I've put it in before, but it's happened again fucking recently, so I've got to throw it back in. Muggles talk during the cinema. Oh, you know what? I don't even know if this muggle real, just t- downright country. And they're the same people that talk through comedy, and I think they talk about, they feel like they're more exempt from talking through comedy because they've had a drink, there's intervals, and all that stuff, right? They're with they're larger with groups. Me. But in a right? cinema. But in a cinema, I always feel like the two are hand in hand. Like, why would you speak in theatre? Why would you speak in anything where you're watching? Mm. It's even like watching a performance. Because I was, so I went to see uh, Infinity War, right? And I've been waiting for this movie for ten fucking years. I was so fucking excited. And I said to Steen, uh, I was going to see what this. I'm like, if anyone talks during this movie, I'm going to get into a fight. Like it's just, and it, it got to the point where the person behind me, like they were just whispering, right? And I'm like, I was like, shh. She was like, I'm whispering. I'm like, but it's there should be nothing just watch the fucking thing mm. if you don't understand something in the movie just assume that they're going to explain it right so the amount of people that just go who's that guy they'll explain I also, I'm watching the same fucking movie yeah. cunt yeah right? we've all what are they saying whispers I would sometimes argue are worse than actual talking because they've always got that fucking hiss to them and it piques your, it piques your interest like yeah you're like yeah, at least with someone talking you hear what they say you yeah. process it and you go it wasn't worth saying yeah but if someone's whispering you don't know what they said and you, you, you're intrigued uh, as well I, I always feel hostile if anyone talks in the cinema I'm like I'm ready to fight but it, it always winds us up when it's girls that are talking because like there's nothing you can do about it there was um, watching... and the only thing is if you do if you do confront them on it they'll just get louder and garbage well there was uh, there was Ready Player One which I'd been fucking looking forward to for like four years because I read the book before it was even announced that it was going to be a movie and I'm watching it and these girls are like recording it like I think they were snapchatting it and shit and they're chatting and I was like of course I wouldn't hit a woman but would it be okay to rob a girl like if I just <laughs> fucking robbed her like, would that be alright if I just took a phone and went, like, and what, like? Yeah. Just not rob, confiscate until the end of the movie. Just I don't know, like, I'm selling it. <laughs> like, where, do you, where do you stand on, see people with food right. in a cinema? Right. Like, nah, rat, the rattling of the... Fucking necks. Like, if you're rattling a sweetie bag or you're... Oh, I think, like, because I've always found it so confusing, like, my standard tradition with cinema is you turn up for the trailers, you get food, and you eat the food... Before the movie and starts, well, yeah, I forgive yeah. people for I, talking through the trailers. 
I don't mind if people are having a little natter before. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 yeah, I mark them. I'm looking at them going, they better shut up. Yeah, I've put a pin in you. I've put a yeah. pin in you. Like, I I remember the first time I went to the cinema with someone and I'm just shoving the popcorn down my mouth and like, the movie's not started. I'm like, that's why I'm eating it. You don't eat during the fucking movie. No, the way, the way you should treat food in the cinema is the way you should treat, like, drugs and alcohol at a music festival. Right? It's all done on the first day. And then you're like, ah, also chef now yeah. what the fuck yeah and if you feel sick just shelf some of it yeah. <laughs> but this uh, popcorn kernel wasn't popped oh, we'll fucking see you know what you don't see anymore you never see people getting off with each other at the cinema yeah. you never see that I, at all like the cinema where I'm from has got the it's them two seaters like a double seat double seats uh, they don't do them Eugene's always in one of them <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, but but like that was that was my genuine like some of my like proper s- sexual awakenings what? were at the cinema like you're fucking like knuckle deep watching Titanic. Yeah, but that's it's like, like, uh, that's like, like hearing a girl have an orgasm watching Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> but that's finish. <laughs> but that's the thing. But that's, <laughs> I've got no problem with that because flawless victory. Pelvic <laughs> <laughs> flawless. Hadouken. Who's Hadouken? <laughs> That's Street Fighter. Oh, sorry. Oh, God, oh, fuck. But that's the thing with with <laughs> with with with, uh, with that stuff in zero. I don't mind if you're getting your fucking uh, mendulite or a blazer or getting finger anything because in that situation you are trying to be as quiet as possible. I've got no like. In fact, <laughs> I I encourage it because that's all you. The last thing you want is to draw attention to yourself. So you're just fingering away. You're giving a fucking wristy through the fucking popcorn. You are trying to be as quiet as possible. You keep that up. I enjoy the movie, you enjoy your wristy, you enjoy your little fucking finger joust, that's grand, I've got no problem, right? But if you were bragging about how many fingers you've got in, <laughs> like, or verbally... Three! <laughs> we're on three! <laughs> I, uh, I can't even remember the last time I got knuckle deep in the cinema, was Men in Black 2. Aye. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that wasn't even the film. Who <laughs> 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 so you were with. <laughs> I remember the only time someone's ever spoken. <laughs> Jamal. <laughs> the only t- uh, me. The only time I've ever enjoyed someone speaking to you in the movie. It was one of those ones uh, when the Titanic was released. Me and Jaden agreed that we go see the Titanic, but we get shit faced beforehand. It was out in 3D. We're like, fuck it, let's get absolutely canted and go watch Titanic. Titanic wasn't 3D. No, no, they re-released it in 2000, yeah. uh, 2011 wow. in uh, 2012 in 3D. It made you were like, let's absolutely get canned and go see it. So we do, uh, and uh, there's a large uh, group of, uh, like, it's two carers and, like, six people with special needs watching the movie. So they're just down the front, and absolutely think nothing of it, because they're not talking through the movie, except for one point, right, and it killed, because we were so drunk, right, and I've I grew up with a fucking disabled sister. I understand those fucking situations. It's like, why should I be robbed of this experience? Well, grew up with. Kinda grew up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a loan. <laughs> uh, just the, the, like one of the saddest points of the movie is that bit where fucking Jack's on the edge of the fucking door and Kate's like saying, don't let go, oh, don't let go. Just some guy, and like we can hear people crying, and just someone two rows in front of us just yells out, 
Sad. <laughs> right? Just verbalised his emotion. Just verbalised his emotion. There was nothing wrong with it. It's what he was experiencing. Sad, but- sad and horny. <laughs> you doing the painting where you're sketching a naked. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, it was the one time, but it was just such a deep. Everyone was so quiet. And it, like, because they were quiet for the whole movie. Like, I, you entirely forgot that anyone else in the cinema. It fucking decimated me and Jim oh, for the rest of the movie. That, funny, we, like. that we were the ones that were ruining the rest of the movie. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, when I was just in Portugal last week, I was on the water, uh, you know, the lazy river. And we had that, like, Jack. It's only called the river when I'm on it. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, so run, and Can was on my hoop. <laughs> Can was just like leaning on my uh, float, uh, like that moment in Titanic with Jack on the door. And uh, I was like, this is just like the Titanic. You're fucking massive. Because <laughs> a big lad, isn't it? So but I'm assuming we're all agreeing that talking to the cinema. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. It's, I actually agree. It's borderline like, muggle. It's, it's just yeah, country. It's, I, got, it's just... I got somebody answered, someone in front of me answered their phone and talked during A Quiet Place. Jesus which, Christ! Which is a quiet place. Yeah, like yeah, There's yeah. no fucking sound. And the entire place, nobody even, everyone was so shocked, they just stared at the back of his head for about three Did minutes. Did he answer it in talks? Oh, yeah. Having so that's that's aggressive a, that's a death penalty. Absolute, like, the, the, like, the brightness beaming off the side of his head, too, like, the whole time. Mate. I see the guy sort of Californication where he just grabs the guy's phone and just fucking house it. Yeah, that's exactly cinema. what you should do. Yeah. Uh, Remember? So, I've not seen The Quiet Place. Steve Rascal Place is a shirt. He told me the, the funniest sentence I've ever heard in my life. He went, I've seen The Quiet Place. And I was like, how was it? He was like, I didn't enjoy it. It was like, why? And he went, I went to see it with Alex Edelman. <laughs> he went to the cinema with Alex Edelman to watch A Quiet Place. And apparently at one point, Alex Edelman, who's been on the podcast, tried to high-five him. June. Uh, oh! Is that you? Alex? He said his name. <laughs> Hold on. Just hang it up. Sorry, that was... Incredible comic timing. <laughs> like, had you started your story twenty seconds later, that would have been phenomenal. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that's going to Muggle Corner, but also with a vibe of like, you're not just a Muggle, you're a bad person. You, you, you're right. a- uh, but Mark, let's go on your Muggle Corner next because this is something that's that a uh, that's conversation a- and you went, oh, this is what I'm going to put in. That's it's a cin- topic, right. Right? It's cinema related as well. It's people that get annoyed by spoilers. When it's when it's too far gone, yeah. You don't care I, enough about. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So, I reckon now I I I give you that it's annoying if you've not seen something and uh, someone spoils it for you, right? Yeah. However, if you were that invested in it, you would have fucking seen it by now. Yeah. Like anyone that's not see, like anyone that anyone that kind of I can't remember. I put one up recently, like just as a wee joke. It wasn't even about the film and people, oh, spoilers, spoilers. And I was like, that was released 12 years ago, you daft cunt. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? If you've not seen Game of Thrones now, right, if you've not seen any of it, then it's not. And also, what? It's your, what job, it's your If you've not seen Game of Thrones, it's your job to avoid spoilers. Exactly. It's yeah. your job. When you bring up Game of Thrones to me, you've got to say, I really like Game of Thrones. I'm only on season four. Exactly. That's your fucking job. And also, with something like Infinity War, right, which is what came up during the gig, um, even if you've not seen it now, right? If you're, ge- you obviously know now that there's spoilers out there. You can avoid them, right? No one is ever pinning you down, screaming the fucking spoiler at them. Yeah. If you're if you're that concerned about it, you can easily stay off social media. Yeah. You can easily avoid yeah. this. It's not, it's not, it's not in the public domain that you're. 
so do, do you know the one time that I had to avoid a spoiler, like really avoid it, was uh, I travelled back through the through the night from um, Estonia to the UK in the night that Conor McGregor was fighting Eddie Alvarez for the lightweight title. They fucking have two belts, right? And uh, I had to fucking I landed. I, I think I went via Amsterdam, and I was like, even in first Amsterdam, of all, first of all, we did. No, no, I went separate. It was at the end of the tour. It was like I'd separately went back. You, you got did to stay in fucking Estonia and watch the fight. No, I didn't. I came back. Did we, you come we, back? We, we both we left each other in Amsterdam. Oh, okay. So when when I'm in Schiphol, I'm fucking eyes down. I feel like even on the tube back from Heathrow, right? I feel like if I look up and see anybody unhappy, I know that Connor's lost because they'd be having a fucking very unhappy commute. Right? And uh, I just spent the whole time fucking avoiding it, right? And then I managed to watch it as live, and I got to enjoy it as if it was live, like twelve hours after it happened. Or something. But that's However, your responsibility. If like eight weeks later somebody went, oh, Connor won in the fucking second round by TKO, right? I wouldn't have fucking started losing my fucking minded people. <laughs> I'd be like, I clearly don't give that much of a fuck. Yeah. Even two weeks later, like, that's the thing. With, with Infinity War, because they did such a good job of being like, don't do fucking spoilers. I'm like, that's fully great. After two weeks, you're not a fucking real fan. Like, it's just... No. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember when Infinity... I saw because I was in Australia, so I saw it a day before the British people could see it. I did the opposite of avoiding spoilers. I was so shook by the movie. I went on Twitter and just searched an Infinity War and just read people's tweets about it. Just yeah. been like... Because I wanted someone else to have fucking seen it, right? Yeah. You've got... it's If you're that invested in something, it's yeah. your fucking job. But you, do you know how I watched it without having watched a lot of... Wait, speaking of which, stuff. before you get to the end of your World War Two book, we win. Oh, fuck off. Sorry. Fuck off. Mate, uh, mate it was like 70 years ago. I am catching up. <laughs> you I know I'm catching up. Honestly, depends. I we lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly depends who you mean by we. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that fucking happy about the end result. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted this podcast to be in German. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if I, I feel like I think being... Uh, I do think if you... It's the same thing. If you've seen, if you if you tell someone, you do get those people. I've had people who go, "I really want to watch this thing." And they're like, "Oh man, here's," and you're like, "No, no, I've told you, I've not seen it." If you're a spoiler ruiner, you're also a yeah. fucking. There's also there's also people, uh, and we know one uh, that even if you went, "What a great film!" So- spoilers, spoilers. I got really angry about that. Yeah, just describing a film as great, so and they're like, well, "No, you've ruined it." It's like I've not. I've just told you it's good. Right. I understand the argument because it's like I want to go in without any expectations yeah. it's like well why don't you go in without any expectations two fucking days ago and that is by far the worst thing that person's ever done <laughs> yes I agree I can care <laughs> animal what's your muggle animal. corner my muggle corner I don't know how to stick this to an individual person I don't know who gets to stand in the corner for 30 seconds on this maybe oh, very Ryan. niche um, but anybody called Ryan Cole? <laughs> the, uh, you know, like hipster cafes that won't give out the Wi-Fi password because they encourage talking to each other. Right. Oh, oh, like, fuck off. We are like, with your little loophole and not giving away your Wi-Fi password and not having a decent bandwidth enough for your Just customers. Just talk to each other. Shut the fuck, Shut the fuck up. I'm I come talking to a, people on, like... I come into a cafe so I can open my fucking laptop, have a coffee and fucking write some shit and I want to do some research on my project that, that I'm working on. Like, you, you don't know what everyone we're not all here on a social endeavour on Tuesday afternoon like we might be actually fucking actually not physical. everyone is as lacking of friends as you are right I want to talk to them online yeah. <laughs> I'm a hundred miles away from them I'm a fucking job and comic I've got, I've got three whatsapp groups with several comedians and it's one in the afternoon on a Tuesday they're all free yeah. it's fucking lit right now shut your fucking mouth I, 
cafes like that they do they do things as well like uh, you know they try to be hipster as well and they say things like uh, oh you want soya why don't you just put, there's a cafe in Dublin that literally has a thing outside as oh you like soya milk why don't you just fucking go somewhere else try real milk no, I'm not in the whole soil that yeah. shit. But, but when like, I read that, I'm just like, it's anti- you're a muggle, muggle. You're that's a, a That's a muggle on muggle crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're trying to think, like, this Mike's how fucks it. Your job as a fucking restaurant business owner is like, it's sh- shut the fuck up. I've had times I've spoken to this podcast, I've gone into a coffee shop and I've ordered an espresso and I've gone, where's well, this is sugar? And they've gone, you should really try the natural sweet. I'm like, shut up! I'll put a dick in this. I can fucking, yeah. I'll fucking, I'll, I'll, I'll take this rightly. I'll eat it with the fucking. Once I've bought it from you, it's not your fucking. You don't get to tell me how I enjoy your fucking thing. Like, what, what about obtuse Wi-Fi passwords? Like, I don't know it. So they go, what's the Wi-Fi oh. password? And they're like, I don't know it. Uh, like, come on, just what's the Wi-Fi password? I don't uh, know it. Uh, like, uh, and then they give the joke away immediately because they want you to know that's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> and they want you to have the Wi-Fi. So you call it the, the, the good old, uh, you don't really get it anymore, but the good old uh, answering phone message of, hello? Yeah. Oh, serious mugglery. And also, guilty. Oh, I'm so, 100% gu- <laughs> I'm straight in the fucking corner. I remember watching my friend phone me. He didn't know I was behind him when he phoned me. He went, yeah, hey, bud, where are you? Sorry. Patrick, where, where are you? Right, and then just just watch him go. You fucking cunt! And he turned around, and I was there with a the big fucking shit angry. I'm like, ah, I was 14, and I will still stand in the corner for him. But I do, I'll stand by. That's isn't annoying that he had a phone when he was 14. Fucking we Jesus, we used to yeah. ring people on the landline. No, I, 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 I will always argue. I'm in the transition generation. I remember dial-up Wi-Fi. Oh, I remember. Di- <laughs> <laughs> I remember the dial-up thing, and I remember going from dial-up to actual internet. And I remember going from. Do so you uh, remember land- Dreamcast's I- first ever uh, online game, Choo Choo Rocket? Yes, yes, it was the first Fucking, online game. It was so like so. You play this game, Choo Choo Rocket, right? Where Such basically it's mice running in a straight line, and you put an arrow left, right, up, or down and that changes the direction of the mice now when you're playing not online it happens as you do it boom, boom, boom you change the direction of the mice when you play it online you press the arrow and the arrow comes up like three seconds later yeah. so you have to be properly ahead of the game online gaming at the start was fucking whack <laughs> it was yeah. awful do you, do, you, do you remember free de- like desks AOL desks you'd get with oh yeah, yeah. floppy desks yeah. No, like, magaz- like ma- magazines you'd get like oh, you fucking get 72 hours free internet with AOL and you had to load Aye. this disc and then I remember getting I remember getting try before you buy shit though, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember getting demos in game magazines oh the best man like, that, that was the fucking good excellent. those were, were so good they were excellent. that was such a good way you'd open a game magazine and be like I've never heard this game I might not play it but now that I've got a fucking free date of course I'm giving oh, a fucking go and then you'd play it over and over and over oh you play the same one level that you're allowed do you know what yeah. I started doing um, I don't know that's a lot um, <laughs> Strangle wanks. I was so I was gonna buy like you know where there was like the snares, the mini snares. Yeah. And you could and it had so I was just I'll, I'll Google top hundred snares games, and it would come up on YouTube. And I was going through them and I'm like right, I had that and I had that and that. And I was like I was forgetting ones I'd actually had. And I was like, so many you go missed that as well. Fucking game. And then I would go on and I'd YouTube them and oh. I'd just watch a cunt play yeah. them. Like, I just watched them playing through the whole thing. Yeah, and the, weird floods, the floods of emotions that were coming back. On. I fucking remember. Like, I remember <laughs> where I was doing that. Yeah, I, remember, I, remember, I remember my childhood friends who I've not spoken to yeah, since yeah, then. Yeah. I remember the posters I had in my fucking bedroom. Do you, do you know uh-huh. the other day, me and Demas watched the full walkthrough of the Captain Planet game. 
really? From beginning to end. Because what happened with that game, right, is there was no save disc. So if you fucking get... You start off with a fire ring, right? A fucking really good game as well, by the way. Like, I, I even think that's probably the best platform game I've ever played. Even when I was watching it back, I was like, what a great idea. Everything was good ideas. But if you get through the fire, you're then on the ice. And then if you get through the ice, then you're on the heart. And then if you get the heart, you're on the whirlwind, like the wind. And then it's the earth, and then it's Captain Planet. Now, if you lost any lives and died, you're dead. You start from the beginning. Ah, there was nice. no save point. So I've never completed this game. Same with, that was Super Mario. It's That's all Super incredible. Mario was. Super Mario was, oh, by the way, there's 50 levels that you'll never get to play. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, also... Yes, I've all listened to the podcast. This is like throwing me mate under the bus big time, but when have, when have I cared about that on this podcast? He's listened to the podcast about Demas doing the marathon. Mm. Do you know the outcome to that? No. So do you know the original story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hold on. If anybody's just tuned into this podcast and hasn't listened to the Marathon Man podcast, which was about four podcasts ago, my mate uh, lost his tag during the marathon at halfway. Two and a half hours it took. There to are air quotes in the air for that, by the way. He did, that was to lost. <laughs> he didn't lose the tag, right? So uh, he got two and a half hours, but then he finished it under four hours, which meant that he'd done the second half marathon in an hour and a half, which like it, it's not happening, right? Like he wasn't pulling the wool over my eyes. Um, so everybody was a bit awkward about conversing with him about it. He'd done this marathon so he could get the medal for his kid. He, he got he he done a six <laughs> he done a six hour marathon for his kid, right? And he got the medal. And this was three year ago, four year ago. And then uh, he's got another kid now who's old enough to be aware that his older brother's got a marathon medal and he doesn't. So he's going back to get the second medal. And then all of a sudden, this fucking discrepancy happens. He loses the tag. He doesn't scan through any of the barriers. And then he phones us at fucking three hours, 56. Like, I've just knocked three hours off my time. Uh, <laughs> nah, I wasn't having it right. Everybody was no, to be fair, it. to be fair, uh, Eugene and his two mates were in a pub somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, and they'd actually just, uh, they properly dosed him up. <laughs> so you need to listen to the previous podcast to understand that. Because <laughs> that wasn't a callback to this one. That was, that one. Um, so, fucking Matty listens to the podcast that it's on I don't think Demas has listened to the podcast I don't think he has but uh, Matty listened to it and was in fucking stitches spent time with fucking Demas and Demas is still peddling the story that he finished the marathon but Matty's like I've heard the podcast I don't think you have and then he left the house and texted him again I didn't want to bring it up because it's a bit awkward but uh, Kai's on to you Kai knows he didn't fucking finish the marathon in that time he knows it's fucking superhuman like just like just shut him up because he's got a slander in everyone, right? Yeah. So fucking Matty tells us that he's did this, right? And the next thing you know, we phone beeps and it's Demas. It's a fucking really long message of Demas Gan. Look, Kai, I know you're not stupid. I didn't finish that time. I was trying to help someone up and I fucking hurt my own knee. And it was like at the 13 mile mark and I was fucking gutted. And the medic gives us a lift back to the finish line. And he was like, I rang Rachel and she was like, hey, you finished? And I just fucking, I just tried my luck. I was like, yeah, I did. I finished. And then before I even got a chance to see you, you joined when Rachel was there. I got caught up in the lie. So this is a fucking really long message. It was an escalating lie. He tried to lie to He tried to lie to his wife, right? So his wife didn't have to lie to the kid so he could give the kid the medal. Right, and I had this back and forth with Demas, and I was just like, "Fucking!" I was asking questions, right? I was like, "Fuck! How did you get the medal?" Like, <laughs> like if you, if that happened, you didn't get the medal. He was like, "Well, the fucking medic heard my sub story, and he wanted me to have a medal for the kids, so I got like got off him." And we had a back and forth for about like maybe a dozen messages, right? Start with a big long one explaining, and then a back and forth with him. Like me apologising mainly, like sorry for fucking picking at a hole. I should have just realised that you are yeah, yeah, yeah. being the nice guy. And then fucking next thing, and I. 
his wife's name's flashes up on my phone, Rachel Sosby, who's a fucking good friend of ours. And uh, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if I can answer this phone call. I don't know if I can answer it because I'm busy having a fucking conversation with my husband who I know to be at work because of the time and his office hours and shit, right? And I'm like, he's just, he even signed off the messages saying, don't tell Rachel yet. Like, if you speak to her, don't tell her. Let me figure out how to explain it to her. Second time she rings, I picks it up, right? I'm like, fuck, I can't just keep ignoring her. And she just went, Kai, I'm sat on the iPad and that conversation's just flashed up in front of my eyes. No. <laughs> the fucking whole conversation oh, I had with Demons just come up on her iPad. She fucking goggle-boxed the conversation. She fucking goggle-boxed the conversation. And bless her, she was really... She was really, uh, it also, she guys to me, don't tell him I said this. So if any of them listen to this podcast, I've betrayed their trust. No, uh, no. But hold on, hold on, I kind of be fucking kept in this lie, right? Like, no. just, just, yeah. There's, there's lies within lies. It's like fucking inception. Like, I'm not having it anymore. I'm not being part of it. <laughs> so, um, oh, I'm glad you managed to rid yourself of that guilt that's now going to ruin a child's gift. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think, think any four year olds are going to listen to this and then get past censorship. With. Hey, hey, I've got young fans. Uh-uh. So, so, um, so she said to me, don't tell, don't tell Demas I know. And if he asks you how he's going to explain it to me, just tell him he doesn't have to. Just say, keep me in the dark. Like, it's probably best if, like, you just don't, like, let her know that you lied. So all of a sudden, I've got Demas saying, don't tell Rachel that I don't, like, I, 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 I like, frauded it. Yeah. So and Rachel's going, don't tell him that I know. And I'm just, like, caught in between them in this fucking mess can. Oh, God, this Hi. is fucking tricky. Are you sad they're being like, fucking, this is a difficult situation. I'm involved in a bunch of lies. I'll tell you what I'll do. I've got a podcast. I've got a podcast. And literally, nobody instigated this story. <laughs> we were discussing something else entirely. Uh, and I've just brought it up of my own free will. But it was fucking hilarious to be part of. Right. And then I'd done a road trip with them the other day. We went to Sheffield because they just happened to be going to see a band. Did he get you there three hours before you thought you would? <laughs> <laughs> I ended up with two hours off your personal best of the year one. <laughs> I just phoned in an ambulance and you were dying, sped you up the fucking road. Ah, oh, no, I'm actually better now. <laughs> There. But you know what? She was actually uh, because when she realised that it was a perpetuated snowball oh. lie, she was really pleased that he got freed of the burden. That like he got to talk to me about it and get like a little bit of relief from it. His chest what? and none of his belly. Fucking lazy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> You've done a marathon, Mark, haven't you? Done two. Fucking liar. <laughs> How much shit am I going to put up? You've done two. You've done two today. You've done two. Tell your belly. Right, I know, we've got to get on to Cullen's Market Corner. Oh, fuck. All right, no, we don't. <laughs> you ever, this, might, this is a bit of a stab in the dark. I hate people that keep talking about how they're addicted to Diet Coke. <laughs> That's you? No, it's not. Do you know this one, no? Yeah. Okay, it's just me. I, I've spotted a lot of people now who are talking about how Diet Coke's really addictive. Well, because the artificial sweeteners, Aye. isn't it? And because I can't live today without a Diet Coke and stuff like that. I've never this is like you putting energy drinks in the other week. I agreed with that. And this is kind of a similar thing, isn't oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like, um, you're not going to fucking turn up to some, like, uh, like, uh, like, what do you call the fucking rehab? Right. You're not going to turn up to rehab. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm coming off heroin. Like, it's been seven years. Oh, yeah. I've been at alcohol addiction for fucking 30 years. Now you're like, oh, Diet Coke. I can't get enough of it. Uh, <laughs> turn it up at your mate's kid's birthday. I'm like, can you get your Diet Coke? No, no, I'm actually uh, clean now. Here's my sobriety chip. I've, uh, if I, actually, if you put this uh, sobriety coin in the Diet Coke, it gets really clean. <laughs> Coke Zero for me. <laughs> There's two two weird 
probably lame addictions. You know the guy from Keen? Yeah. The band Keen. Oh, Roy. Oh, big moon-faced. Robbie. Tom Chaplin guy. Right. He was addicted to port. They're an Irish band, aren't they? Uh, addicted so to I. port. Port. No, they were not proper public schoolboy English. The drink or oh, the location. Right. No, the port. <laughs> I just like, I love the sea. He was addicted to port, which is the most middle class addiction. Uh, yeah, yeah. And even worse, do you remember Lorenzo Amoruso? I know. Italian, Italian footballer. Italian footballer. He used to play for Rangers. He was a big expose. He was addicted to anti Semitism. <laughs> anti Semitism? <laughs> or sectarianism? No, 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 unrelated to his career. <laughs> no, 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 no. He wanted no. to bring down Hollywood. No, 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 he's bigger than that. He's bigger than that. He understands it's just a football rivalry. But he was. Me. He was addicted to Baileys, right? No, and he was he, he was tanning. I, 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 he, He's addicted to amaretto. At one point, he was tanning about three bottles of Baileys a day. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we fucking knew someone that, uh, that was addicted to balloons. Oh yeah, we, I won't mention his I'm name. I'm not gonna name them. What the Knox? Knox, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they got Actually, Steve, I read Steve's book. He was addicted to Knox as well. Fucking got a proper addiction. Uh, me and Kai both supported Steve-O at, like a day after each other. Me in Dublin and him and wherever, right? And the, the, the difference in the photographs that we <laughs> took of each other showed what he thought of both of us. <laughs> oh, mate. Mine so signed a book for Kai. No, but you see what he signed on the book? Yeah. You're the best comedian I've seen while I've been over here. Aye. The day after fucking watching Cullen. Aye. I was sitting there going like, uh, we were a little like terribly like just both of us stand beside each other picture, right? And then I was like, all right, grand, that was grand. Next day, I come in. Kai's Instagram's all like, uh, the best comedian of all time, blah, blah, blah. All about five photos, you both like going, uh, oh, it's you both giving a big licks. I, I, I knocked him off the wagon, me and him got livered. He's been sober for seven years. <laughs> he just looked so sullen around you. I sullen with Colin. Uh, uh, Let's quickly uh, plug things before we go into dad jokes. Mark, do you have anything coming up? Um, I have got a new, uh, for anyone that knows the News at Three thing I oh, do yeah. with my daughter, we're filming a new one. Tomorrow. 90 million, baby. 90 million, yeah, yeah. 90 million and, hits uh, on YouTube. We're going to, so the new one should be on BBC One on Thursday night. BBC One? BBC One, yeah, and the on one the show. show. Fuck yeah, I. About 7 o'clock, it's about the Royal Wedding. So. Nice. You know what, what blew my mind about your yeah, uh, video that you did in Easter last year, that fucking everyone, fucking Ashton Kutcher and all that shit shared, right? It was on, it's on 90 million now, but it was on 70 million uh, when it, like, kind of, yeah. uh, at the peak of its, of its momentum. Um, Alien Covenant was out at the same time and the trailer for a- Alien Covenant had less than half the views of your video <laughs> and this is Alien this is like yeah. fucking you know we grew up on that was the blockbuster of our childhood you know like that was up there with fucking Terminator and then I was looking at that guy me boy fucking Nelson's just doubled the figure <laughs> <laughs> to be fair like if the Terminator had been involved he wouldn't have never got to do News at 3 anyway no. <laughs> it would have been a much different uh, clip <laughs> what you got coming up Kai? I've got a. Well, we're going to be in Brighton at the same time, so you've got to pick your favourite between Muggins and Cream. No. You, like, you're, well, you're I, by pick your favourite, you mean realise my show's almost sold out and then go see Kai. Yeah, it's absolutely, it's absolutely not almost sold out. Please Mark's go see on the same bill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark's on the same bill. I right, pick your favourites. And Colin will be there in the back. Hi. Having a laugh, you know. Colin's just coming for the crack, aren't you? Hi. Uh, Jet setter? Uh, just FYI, we don't Charlie do crack. Legend. Uh, do you have anything coming up, Colin? Uh, if you're in fucking Ireland, maybe. Uh, aye. Just, aye. Laughter Lounge, I run the Comedy Cellar, so it's on every Tuesday and Wednesday. 
Laughter Lounge. Laughter Lounge, I run the comedy cellar there, two different clubs. I said, I'll be on the Laughter Lounge. And I have two Netflix specials coming out in September. Fucking on your birthday. Okay, uh, like, no, we don't steal the fund on my wedding. Uh, your next no, no, special it's comes not, out. We don't have the re- uh, release date uh, confirmed yet, but I'm allowed to announce tomorrow, which is Wednesday, but this podcast won't come out until uh, after that. So I can finally announce that both Dark and So, which has been renamed Jigsaw for Netflix, which is the breakup show, will be available worldwide on Netflix. And, and that's uh, why I went to LA. Yeah. I secretly just skulked off to LA. You came what? to watch me do my. Why, was, you, why was it renamed Jigsaw? So, because the way you name the shows is, as we know, you name the show in January and we write it in June, right? So, uh, Dark worked as a title for the show Dark because it ended up being Dark. Whereas the other show was just called Soul. And it was like, oh, so what? Right, whereas okay. the main bit of it is yeah, yeah, right. the main you story. You've got to fix the title. It wasn't yeah. like you had to rename it. It was like, it's oh, just, I've got a second crack of the whip. It's just, the, the, bit, the bit that breaks people up in that show is the jigsaw analogy. So I just figured it would be much better to call it jigsaw. And it's, a, you know, it's one word and sort of stuff. Hey, do you, do you know this? This is uh, noteworthy. Uh, when Danny got the news, he was getting the Netflix deal, right? Like it was a fucking, it was a multiple deal. Like fucking, he'd been holding off, right? Fucking, I'd been releasing USBs and selling them at shows, and Danny's like, I've got no outlet for me fucking shows every year. I don't record them. Like, fucking, this isn't happening. And he got the news. He got the phone call when Sophia in uh, Bulgaria, and he got the phone call, right? And fucking Danny. Like, when the phone rings, by the way, so I'm backstage, Marlena. I come off stage just in two hours. I've yelled at her that morning because I've just seen everyone release all this great content, and I'm not. I've been waiting for Netflix for four years. So he could have done it on his own back yeah. for a while, right? But he took his agent's advice to hold off. We're going to find the fucking platform to release it, right? And he gets this phone call. It was such a release for him to go, oh, I haven't waited four or five years for fucking nothing. They were, no, tw- like six years since your 2012 yeah, yeah. DVD. Fucking six years since he released any content on that, on that scale. And uh, he started crying. And I've fucking never seen this dude cry, right? Like, we've been friends Sobbed since properly. 2009. And I was like, I just, I just like, <laughs> like, like, like gingerly put my arms around. Him, like. Yeah, yeah, gingerly, not the way he did it, just how he is. He went, don't tell anybody about this. And I was like, what, the Netflix deal? He was like, no, tell everyone about the Netflix deal. Fast forward like fucking two months, I record my fucking special and I'm going to sell it. The just to point out, during this time, you were rightfully constantly making fun of me for crying at that moment. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, bring it up. And I did well not to bring it up on a podcast to yeah. keep your contract alive, right? Um, Your contract. You, you, you couldn't mention it. <laughs> I, 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 guess, I guess there's a chain effect that, that, that comes from the top. Um, so when I recorded my DVD, it was about the boxing, about like the boxing which you were mm. part of. You were you were there um, to fucking save fight, fight for Kane, mm-hmm. to save Young Kane. Which like even though it happened in 2016, we couldn't talk about the show. Like I couldn't do a show in 2016 because Kane wasn't out of the woods yet. 2017, he's had the treatment. He's back in school. I was like, fuck, I'll do the show. And then I'm recording the show. This is like a fucking two year journey I've been on, where this kid was like fucking on death's door, and then the community and the comedy industry raised enough money to fucking rescue him. I do the show on my doorstep. And then fucking as a surprise, my brother has got Kane's family to get like deliver Kane to me on stage, right? So fucking this boy that the whole community saved, right, is in my arms and I'm lifting him up like fucking Rafiki lifting yeah. up Simba, like like this fucking final moment. If you haven't seen it, it's the videos online of the reveal, like I was in the room for it. It was one of the most like everyone in the room was crying. It was one of those moments. I've I've never the car 
surprise reaction so when the box was let don't up. People uh, He's got. He had neuroblastoma, and the only treatment was in America, and it was half a million pounds to, to yeah. raise, and the fucking community raised the money. Like, yeah. uh, and it's he's got all clear. He's fucking back at school. So there's this beautiful story. Kai does the show. He comes at the box. If you watch the video, it's the most genuine reaction. Like Kai's thing of like when he sees Kim in the box. He's so he had no idea. It's a really, really fucking beautiful video. And hit the deck. Yeah, probably. fucking hands hit the floor, like, and then he fucking collapsed. It was one of those moments where just, like, and after, like, I've never seen cry, Kai cry before. He was crying away. They did the thing. And everyone's congratulating Kai after the show, and I'm just like, this is absolutely his moment. I'm going to see him for the rest of the night, rest of the weekend. I'll just let him have this. Very proud of him. Want to tell him I'm fucking proud of him. But I'll allow him to have his moment. And he's sitting there, hugging everyone, doing all this crying. And finally, everyone went his way. Right, and we know how our relationship works is you insult each other on anything but in the moment Netflix he was really nice to me and sweet he was like really proud of you I know you've watched this really beautiful so I realised I owed him the same thing so I just see him I look at him and he's just wiping tears from his eyes I go up and hug him and I just whisper in his ear one all cunt <laughs> <laughs> one all one all mine was about saving a kid so equal this is about getting a break yeah, yeah equal <laughs> well there's the <laughs> See it, like cause I remember watching that clip of uh, uh, when Kean was brought on stage, and it, it was it was like amazing to be part of all that kind of thing. But I was just kind of thinking, right. See, for a kid who's so close to get death, do you think it was a good idea to put him in a fucking box? <laughs> <laughs> I, that was something that Ellie said. Because like, I, I had to say something into the mic at some point, like, and Ellie went, I never thought I'd be so happy to see this boy in a box. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about that was when you were talking there, I looked at Nelson and I seen like this mischievous glint yeah. in his eye, and I started giggling. And I was like, oh, yeah, Jesus, yeah. Word. Like, it was like, basically, basically, he was touching cloth with that joke. It was yeah, just picking yeah. the wee turtle head out. I'm I, see when you're because uh, you know you get uh, recommendations with the algorithms and Netflix. I'm going to make it my mission to find the most awkward shit <laughs> to link to your special. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, that's fine. That's fine. Watch it repeatedly. Works well for the algorithms. I'll go up and think. Uh, right, let's move on to your dad jokes very quickly. I uh, mean, I'm very good. Yeah, neither am I. People can just tune out now if they want to hit the hour. I've got good ones. Yeah, Nelson, your <laughs> Nelson, your dad balls his feelings, and by that I mean he whispers, "I love men" into a ball, and then throws those balls at poofters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, your da- Kai, your dad filters porn by the release date. <laughs> Slash, your dad bought a treadmill to walk the dog. <laughs> Ryan, like that guy. Ryan. <laughs> your dad still pumps up his Reebok pumps whenever he has to get a porno off the top shelf. <laughs> Colin, your dad's farts have a lisp. <laughs> um, Slash, your dad identifies as a man, which is weird because he just keeps saying it. <laughs> Nelson, your dad got a payday loan to play on the 2B, 2B machines at the amusements. <laughs> <laughs> Danny. Your dad has a tattoo of Dodie Al Fayed. <laughs> Colin, your dad lost a children's limbo competition because of his erection. <laughs> Nelson, um, your dad got molested by watching 3D porn. <laughs> Colin, your dad was one of the prizes on the generation game. <laughs> Kai, your dad tried to join ISIS but then turned back because he'd forgotten his sunscreen. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Kai, your dad's got incense in his arse and incest in his heart. <laughs> um, Kai, your dad's guardian angel's English, obviously, because he keeps trying to kill himself. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, Doesn't kind of make sense, sorry. I, you, say, you, say, you say that, Colin, but your dad coughs his lungs out smoking menthols. <laughs> Danny, your dad thinks Jazzy Jeff is the best hype man of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nelson. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nelson, uh, your dad started a Glasgow rap group called Wiggers with Gratitude. <laughs> um, Daniel, your dad shouts your mom's name during sex. Um, with prostitutes <laughs> <laughs> and also Danny your, your dad keeps uh, sandwiches under his hat like Paddington Best <laughs> <laughs> Ryan your dad had he stagged out a laser quest <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers for Kai stag do for fuck's sake well Colin's dad's coming <laughs> <laughs> Kai your dad checks the smell of his pits by dabbing <laughs> <laughs> you all got mentioned I'm done well, uh, your dad works the door at the 24 hour Greg's. <laughs> Danny, your dad also masturbates to Troops Coming Home videos on YouTube. <laughs> and he chews strepsils. <laughs> and he's going to wear a suit watching the Royal Wedding. <laughs> and, and he swallows chewing gum with a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're done. Uh, we're done. Better boys, see you next time. <laughs>